Hello and welcome back to the Fins Nation UK podcast. We are here to talk all things Miami Dolphins as we now approach the final stage of the season with just three games left of the 2023 regular season campaign. I am, as ever, your host, Andy Davis. And I just want to say, first of all, an apology for the lack of content of late. Um, it's just been a busy time. Um, a mixture of trying to find guests and myself being busy, doing some travelling. Uh, but I'm now back in the UK, of course, here to, to yeah, tour all things Dolphins. And this is mainly going to be one about talking about the Jets game and about um, the Cowboys game coming up. Uh, and just looking at what it means for the rest of the season down the stretch and things like that, and what is for us certainly a tough, tough end of the season. Um, so yeah, Jets game. We all know what happened against the Titans. It was by far the most disappointing game of the year because at least with the Chiefs, Eagles, and Bills losses, you knew you were playing good teams. You knew that you weren't exactly the favourites, if not overwhelming favourites. But with the Titans game, you know, you look at that game and you just think. It's just my hope we just won those days. But there are concerns because, you know, we almost won that game. Let's put it, let's put it straight. We almost won that game. Um, you know, we, we should have won the game, really. You know, three minutes left. We were 14 points clear. Um, and, you know, it was a case where it looked for a while dodgy. And he most scored two touchdowns. I thought, we think we're all thinking for a while, you know what? You, we've got this one out of the way. It, it wasn't pretty at all, but we've got the win. But then... All of a sudden, the Titans get their groove on and they end up beating us. And um, Mike Vrabel showing his cojones by going for those that two-point conversion, which ultimately won them this, that game. But, you know, certainly I, I went to a lot of this game against the Jets. I know a lot of people had the same thing as me with a lot more trepidation than we thought we thought we were having. I mean, a fortnight ago, I would have said that would have been probably our easiest win on the schedule because the Jets' offense has just been terrible and the defense hasn't been quite as good in recent weeks. But then obviously that Titans game happened, you think, oh, we know they got the win and get to score 30 points against the Texans. You know, you thought, oh boy, this could be one of those slap trap games and on all those things, you know, even even at home. But you know, it was pretty much as easy as you'd expect. I mean, it was I think certainly I think you could look at both Jets games as being the two most comfortable um wins of the whole year. I mean Certainly, when I watched that Jets game, I've never been as comfortable watching Mammy, to be honest. I mean, I'm a younger fan. I've been through mainly the bad times, not really had too many good times to scream about, if I'm honest. Um, you know, never, as I said before, never seen us win a playoff game, only seen us play two games in the playoffs in my entire time, both of those being losses. Um, you know, and I think that pretty much I'm used to. Disappointment of Monazi, I'm I'm used to the um the agony of, of watching Mammy play and it's um you know it's not been any an easy time being a Dolphins fan really of all time it's been a lot of um a lot of disappointing um seasons and a lot of you know a lot of seasons where you go into it with hope and also of at least making it competitive and it turns out not the case. But, you know, to shut out the Jets, um, the first time we've shut out any team since 2020 in week six, which was coincidentally at home against the Jets as well. So, yeah, it was good to see. I mean, our defence has been really improving as the year's gone on. I mean, the, the defence we had the first two weeks was not one to be happy about. I mean, we really the first four weeks. You could look at the Los Angeles Chargers game. I mean, 34 points we gave up. 
We almost let that lead slip in the second half against the Patriots. Denver game, yes, we scored 70 points, but we gave up some sloppy touchdowns to give up 20. And then to give up 48 points to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but then, really, I think pretty much since that Chiefs game, I found the defense has really stepped up. Um, you know, Vegas had a lot of good forms there defensive-wise. Jets both times were great. And then the Commanders game was, was very easy for us as well. That was also one of the more comfortable performances of the season. But I thought for me, nothing really I can say badly about this game against the Jets uh, on Sunday. I mean, to do that without Tyree Kill as well, he didn't play a single minute of the game, uh, which I think was the right call. Even more so looking back at the fact that we, we won by 30 to nil. Imagine if we played him in this game where really it was over by the start of the second quarter. Imagine if we played Tyree Kill and then they, he got another injury or he made it worse. So I think, you know, especially with the run we've got coming up with the Cowboys game, the Ravens game and the Bills game, um, I think that is absolutely important not to um, to risk that. I think there's a lot of players and it's good to see Mike White come in and the likes of Chosen Allison and all that, getting more of the receptions. And I think that it's really good to see that. It's, but, um, you know, we can't be, you know, we've, we've got to be realistic. We were playing the Jets who have struggled a lot this year without Aaron Rodgers. So for me, good to get win back and it's good to get our confidence back. But I don't think we should take anything away from that and think, oh, yeah, now we're going to win the AFC or we're going to win the Super Bowl. I, I think we're still a long way to go from that. I think we're going to have to win some bigger games to even be thinking about anything like that. And I think that comes against the Cowboys and particularly the Ravens in the following week after that. And um, But, you know, yeah, I got to make some praise in the course. For he most of it was um, to the offence. Um, of course, he was the big story maker of the game. Um, of course, now he breaks a record um, of the most um, most touchdowns in a season for a Dolphins player. Um, just looking at the, um, the stats, um, 20 touchdowns in a year. Um, puts him ahead of Ricky Williams, who has 16. Um, amazing achievement from from Raheem Mostert, absolutely brilliant. A guy that you know I was a big fan of, even all the way back in his San Fran days. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic um, time here. Then I think injuries really let him down, and you know this season he's been he's been he's been brilliant. He's been really good, and I think it's been really good to see him have the season where he's been pretty healthy. I think he's shown the whole world that if he have have him playing a whole year. This is what he does, um, to quote Rio Ferdinand. Um, absolutely fantastic. And for me, it's really helpful to see a Dolphins team that isn't solely reliant on, on a passing game. I mean, with weapons you have, you've got obviously Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and all these other players involved. I think it's um when you have those two players in your team, you're gonna want you're gonna want to naturally want to pass the ball more and get to your best players. But I think last season we were guilty of that. Um, I think we were certainly guilty of of doing that. Um going a bit too much pass heavy but I, I think that um, this season we've seen a lot more um, of that we've seen a lot more of the run game and I think that it's good to see Devon Aitching getting back because I think Jenny he is actually a better pound for pound back but um, you know but at the same time I think most having a better season I think right now you roll with him um, and I think that I believe it's actually 18 not 20 rushing touchdowns for him uh, almost, see, almost touching a thousand yards now, which would be, would be amazing to see. I mean, we've only had, really, our last time we had a thousand yard rusher was 2016 with Jay Jai, who got one two seven two. So, yeah, I think the run game is really good to see for me. It's been good to see. Um, it's been good to see that being a part of our game where we haven't, you know, struggled in. For years and years, we've had a lot of struggles 
in that area. So for me, it's been great to see that happen. And I think that's that was really key against the the Jets and thing ultimately the start of the show on offense was Raheem Osa because Tua only had the, no, no picks in the game, which was good, but at the same time, only one t- touchdown passing. So no, not his worst game, not his best game. Um, but I think we all know him who the man who the game player of the game was. It was badly chubbed. I mean, seven seven total tackles, five individual, three sacks, two tackle for losses, three callback hits as well. Um, I thought he was, you know, he's been a guy that I think for a lot of people has been I say underwhelmed in this time. Um not underwhelmed, I think, but just not being quite worth what we gave up. For him, I think in that mid-season trade last year, I believe it was a trade deadline trade uh, with the Broncos. And I think that he's a guy that I think we all know the talents there. And I think that, you know, he's avoided too much injury, which has would put his problem in Denver. But I think that he had maybe his best game in the Dolphins jersey in that game. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Everything the Jets did, he was there denying them. And I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant performance from him. And I thought that was ultimately... A really encouraging sign because with Jalen Phillips now out, I mean, Vic and Frank Giggles come in and I think he's, you know, a guy that will do do good, but obviously not on Jalen Phillips's level. Um, so for me, yeah, Bradley Chubb to do what he's doing in that game was was really good to see. And I think that that should be the main takeaway from this game really and just how good a defence was to shut out. I said before, our first shutout in uh, three or four seasons now, whichever year 2020 was in terms of seasons ago um and yeah it was really really positive all round but you know we aren't going to win two goals on the back of beating the Jets at home without our knowledge we've, we've got to look at the rest of the season I think that I think that the whole media narrative will, is there it is there we haven't beaten a team with a winning record at the time we played them since week three of last year when we played the Buffalo Bills played the Bills this season away what do we do we lost Played the Chiefs in Germany, we lost. We played the Eagles in Philly, we lost. So three out of four losses have come against teams winning records, and we haven't done that yet. And I think this next few games is a big test. I think the Cowboys will be a test, but I don't think you can ultimately the narrative will be that will will go because at the same time, the Cowboys are basically us, but in the NFC, they're basically the NFC version of the Dolphins because. With the exception of the Eagles game, which they won last week, and the Eagles in a, on, in a rest of their own, the Cowboys can't be good teams either. You know, they lost to the Bills on Sunday night, and they lost to the to the um, 49ers early this year by quite a lot. So for me, the Cowboys, I think whilst defense have got you know, Darren Bland, Micah Parsons, Stephon Gilmore, and the list goes on and on, I think that to get the win against them at home will be massive. But I don't think it'll be the biggest that can win because the Cowboys also can't be a good team. So for me, I think the big test comes to follow me against the Ravens. I mean, that as long as we beat, if we beat the it should be noted that if the Bills lose somehow to the Chargers and we beat the Cowboys, we win the division. But I just don't see the Bills losing to the Chargers um or the Patriots. So that'll make that'll make for a cracking week eighteen for a neutral anyway. I don't think the Dolphins fans will be too um too excited about that one if it comes to that point where we'll be winner takes home the division um, and I the etiquette it will, it will be my birthday that day as well so for me it with Liverpool Arsenal the same day it's not going to be a good day to be, a, to be a fan of the teams I support certainly but you know hopefully we can get to that game week 18 which I thought if we beat the Titans it could have been the case where we could have gone to that last week and 
been comfortable with a Division One, potentially wrestling players. But now, unless the Bills completely falter, which I don't see happening because they're in the great form, it will be a clash of of the two teams in Week 18. But um, yeah, for me, the Ravens game is the one. That is the one we we I think it's a, it's a big statement if you win. Arsenal beat the Bills as well is one, but um, you know, to go to Baltimore. New Year's Eve to get a win, 6 p.m. in the UK for those listening, 1 p.m. in America. Um, that'll be big. And I think if you can go to Baltimore and get a win, I think that is massive. It's massive. I mean, we're hoping at that point the division's wrapped up and maybe even, even so they'll be going for number one seed. So for me, it's um that's gonna be a huge game. That's gonna be a tough, tough game. I think we have to view that as our as our test for the playoffs, as our way of testing ourselves against big teams. But the Cowboys game is one we have. That's that's for next week's Dolphins problem. This week is all about the Cowboys game, and they stunk up the place in in Buffalo. They really did, and they proved like us they struggled to win on the road. But I'm I'm hoping that that keeps the same against us on Sunday. Uh, it is Christmas Eve, nine twenty five p.m. Uh, in the UK, which will be um, four twenty five p.m. Eastern, which will. If the game goes like everyone thinks it's going to go, um, it might go into overtime and it might go into the Christmas Day itself. Um, but I'm just going to quickly check that. Definitely is for yeah nine twenty five p.m., which most likely will go into at least late hours of Christmas Eve, if not Christmas Day. Um, should be a cracking game. I mean, our defense has really showed up in recent weeks, and I think the likes of Jalen Ramsey and all the rest, I think, can cope with Lamb. But I think you know you got to look at in fact they got Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, Tony Pollard. Um, a lot of good players on his offense and defensively wise as well. They're they're a sensational team. So for me, it's it's a huge game. It's a huge game. But you know, if you win, it shouldn't be treated like a Super Bowl. It shouldn't be treated like a playoff win. It's on to the next one. On to the next. It's, it's a great Jay Z said. On to the next one, and I think it's you know that is that thing we got. We got to look at this. That's the thing we got to look at. It really is down to that. And I think you know. Same time, you know, the Cowboys are a good team. That's not they got 10 wins for a reason. They've been well coached. Until Sunday, Dak was the MVP contender. You know, that won't go away anytime soon. Dak Prescott is playing his best football. If you exclude Sunday's game against the Bills, his best football in literally since before the injury in 2020. He's been playing outstandingly recently. But we have to hope that the Cowboys do a Cowboys and um once again, you know, they they crumble they on in the season down the stretch or on the road against a team with a winning record. And I think that that's something we have to hope for, that the Cowboys do go Cowboys on us. And I think the Eagles, you know, they've got a very easy last few games. They've got the Giants twice and the Cardinals. So they're probably going to win the division. The Cowboys probably know that, but they're probably they're still going to fight for that division to get it wrong. But they probably know that the division's out of reach, even though they are winning the division right now, um, albeit same out wins as the Eagles. I think that the Cowboys, they know probably if they can win this game, they could probably win the division. But... Either way, it's going to be massive. And I think both teams are going to really want to prove people wrong by beating the other team. Um, but I think he looks like sort of, I think it was good seeing Waddle having all his yards against the Jets because he has struggled this year for fitness. And often when he has played, it's been Tyreek Hill getting most majority of the snaps now. Tyreek Hill, now I'm going to quickly check up on his status because I don't know what his status is like in terms of um, health because he didn't play against the Jets. Assuming you thought that was in time for this game, I'm just looking at um, at this at the moment. Um, going to quickly go and check on Sports Illustrated. Um, it says unclear, so that's not really answer my question. If I'm honest, as whether he plays, but I think if he definitely doesn't play, we all saw what happened um, 
against the Titans when he didn't play. And I think that really has, if I'm honest, boosted his MVP, his MVP claim. Um, because you look at the, the award, most valuable player, um, he think he proved that he was valuable because first of all, he could still break the uh, 2,000 yard, yard record, uh, beat the record of one nine something by Calvin Johnson before that. Um, but yeah, it's that that's something. If he could beat that as well, I think that would really add to his MVP credentials. But either way, you know, if he does doesn't play, I think we've got to look at more than just him. And I think it, that's why it was good to see Waddle have this game he had. And I think that. Uh, if we can use a run game a bit more uh, in most at an A-chain, uh, like we have been, I think that will hopefully be be a way forward um, and potentially, you know, in winning this game against the Cowboys. I mean, we are home as well, which I think is a massive, massive bonus. We've only lost one game all year there. I'm just going to look up the the running, the yards allowed by the Cowboys this year. So looking at the rushing yards allowed, the Cowboys are actually, they're about middle of the way so they're currently um yeah middle of the road kind of the middle of the table looks like 15th or 16th roughly looking at the table there and then passing wise you know they're in the top four best pass defenses in the league this year so that is something we'll have to look on i think most in hn are gonna have to have a game because i think that ultimately a lot of teams have proved to be able to stop dolphins or turkey stop hill and waddle in these big games and so I'm hoping that most in A-Chain, if that does happen with Hill and Waddle, if Hill even plays, then I'm hoping that most in A-Chain can be the guys we use to um to stop that and and um potentially get get one up on the on the Cowboys. But you know, either way, it's a fantastic prospect for neutral, certainly. And you know, it's a great way for fans to bring into Christmas Day in the UK by watching this game. And I think it's gonna be a cracker. Now prediction wise, um, for this game, I, I do have as down winning it. I think that if the Cowboys had beaten the Bills, I would have said the Cowboys win this game. Especially after we lost to the Titans. I, I would have said Cowboys win it this time last week. But the Cowboys didn't look great against the Bills on the road. Um, of course, they, they're used to the heat. But Miami Heat, different story. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to go for a 31-28 to 28 win for the Dolphins. I think we'll get it done. But I think it'll be really, really close. Um, there's one thing I want to talk about. It is the playoff wildcard spot hunt because, you know, the Bills are going to be a threat regardless. Now, they've got a very easy two games I mentioned before. They've got the Patriots and the Chargers. The Chargers on Sunday, um, they've got, and then they've got the uh, Patriots in the following Sunday. Um, and for me, that is the easiest two set of games you could ever imagine for. I mean, on the one side, you know, the Chargers, the Bills did beat the, did lose to the Patriots and the Chargers do have an, no more Brandon Staley, so it could be a little bit of a bounce to the players, new coaching ideas. But let's get straight. They are losing twice in the season to the, to the Patriots, and they aren't beating the, the Chargers with Justin Herbert injured and Easton Stick playing as quarterback. As simple as that. They're, they're not going to lose these two games, which means that even if we beat the um, Cowboys and the Ravens, we could still lose to the Bills and lose the division. They're two wins behind us. Um, actually, that's wrong. Actually, if we beat the Ravens and the Cowboys, um, that will be the vision about that because then the Bills, even if they beat us, that will be down to one gap. So, you know, I think if you can beat the Cowboys and the Ravens, then the division's ours, uh, which is why if you beat the Cowboys, the following Sunday is going to be massive, a massive New Year's Eve. And, you know, New Year's Eve plans, I'm sorry, friends, if, if I'm doing something with friends New Year's Eve, I am not doing anything between six and nine. 
uh, whether that's we're out in Cardiff, I'm going to find a sports bar there, or whether we have a house party at my friend's house or have a play some games at his, I'm having that, that iPad out when the game's on. It's a massive, massive game. And I think that you think about Super Bowl windows, you think about how the team's gone the last few years, you think about what a one-seed would mean if we beat the Cowboys and then play the Ravens. We'll talk about this more next week, but if we can beat the Ravens as well and get that one, one, one seed and get a playoff by and home advantage throughout the whole of the playoffs, if you exclude Super Bowl, if we get there, it's such a big game and probably the biggest game of the last 20 years. Probably the biggest game since Marina left. Maybe you could look at the playoff game against the Seahawks, maybe when he won the division in 2008, but certainly in my 12 years being a fan, this, this would be the biggest game. Um, but anyway, if we get down, if the Bills, even if the Bills don't win a division, they, they'll they be a danger to the playoffs. And this is why I want to talk about it, because right now, they are currently on the bubble as a ninth seed. Just same out wins as the seventh seed Colts and the sixth seed Bengals, and just one win behind the Browns in the fifth seed. Now, the Texans also eight and six in the eighth seed, and this is why I want to talk about it because the schedule is not favorable towards us whatsoever. Because let's look at the four teams I just mentioned Browns, Bengals, Colts, Texans. And bear in mind, I've just mentioned the Bills' schedule being incredibly easy. So let's look at the Bengals' schedule. The Bengals, they have to face. The Steelers and the Chiefs, but then they play the Browns in Week 18. Let's look at the Texans' schedule. They go play the Browns, Titans, and Colts. The Colts' schedule: the Falcons, Vegas Raiders, and Texans. Just keep in mind the Texans part, and then Browns go play the Texans, Jets, and Bengals. So basically, all these four teams that we want to, because we all take the same thing as Dolphins fans. We don't want to have to face the Bills in the playoffs. We don't even, don't even want them there, even if they play someone else. We don't want the Bills. We don't want our division rivals in the playoffs. No Dolphins fan, all Jets fan, or Patriots fan should want the Bills in the playoffs. I mean, someone's going to have to, obviously. But, you know, for me personally, it's the Bills are the one team. I think the Broncos are one because they're going to, if we play them, which I think if we got the second seed, that we would probably play them if they made it in. They'd be determined to get revenge on us. But the Bills... They've had a number. Josh Allen's lost just twice to us in eight, ten meetings he's had with us. Josh Allen knows how to play the Dolphins. And it's a fraud, it's a misfortune we didn't play him when he had that really bad in the form because there was a point where they looked like they could lose to anybody. But now with Joe Brady in as the interim coordinator, that you think he's going to get a job permanent basis, especially if they win a division or make the playoffs and, and go far. Um, this Bills team are, are rocking right now. They're absolutely cruising and they're looking scary so for me we want we want the Texans to win we want the Browns to win games we want the Bengals to win games we want the, the Texans to win games but they're all playing each other so for me we have to sort of root for just two teams to win both these games I mean it's I think the Bengals for me you I think you want to win the most because they've got two teams that aren't battling with the Bills so uh, they could go into that Browns game and Browns already one win up so the Browns so the Browns could be and no one should be wanting the Browns to win but I suppose Sean Watson isn't playing in these games but I think we have to look at the now I think we have to look at the Browns and the Bengals as our best hope because Texans play the Colts and the Browns so I think Bengals Bengals we need we need we need three teams to get in right we need the Browns to get in because they only one win clear of the rest um so for me if they can beat the Steelers and then Chiefs hope catch them on a bad day you know they'll be in regardless that's one team out of the way bang Texans, 
and Colts and Browns. We, we, uh, we, sorry, yeah. So it's Browns that play the Texans, Jets and Bengals. And it's the Bengals that play the Steelers, Chiefs and Browns. So I think, yeah, Bengals, look at them. They win two to three games. They're probably in. Um, even then, basically, this is a tough thing. I think we're, we're going we're to need three of these teams to start winning games. I think we're going to have to hope there's one of these teams just ultimately just collapse. And I think that team is probably going to be the Texans because they play two teams. So if we can have the Texans lose to the Browns and the Colts, then that gives two teams at least one win. And then the Colts, they can go on and beat the, the Raiders and the and the Falcons and the Texans. I, I think ultimately you've got to look at the, at the Texans. You've got to look at three of these teams to try and win. And I think ultimately it's annoying that these teams all play each other because it could have been easy that, that these teams don't play each other apart from the Colts and Texans in Week 18 and the Browns and Bengals maybe Week 18. But, you know, it's real misfortunate that we, these teams are playing each other. So I think we've got to hope for one of these teams to just lose these games to all these teams and then the other teams to win it. But either way, the Bills, for me, they scare, they, scare, they scare me massively. They really do scare me. And I think it's something we have to be really careful of because we saw the Bills last year and they beat us. We beat them in Miami, fair enough, which is why I think home, home advantage is really crucial, especially if you beat them in Week 18 at home. But if we have to go on the road to the Bills or we have to or we have to go on the road in the wildcard round, I do fear for us because... I think the Jags are the one team you could probably look at playing because they're not looking in Sawthorn now. Trevor Lawrence doesn't look fully 100%. So for me, it's that's that's the key for me. And I think it's really, really important the Bills can just hopefully just somehow not make it in. I feel like, you know, the Patriots years ago in 2008 when they uh, got, I believe it was 11 wins and they made the playoffs when we won the division last. Got to hope for that, to be honest with you. Got to hope for that um, if we're going to do well. But I think ultimately, if we can beat the if we can win this win this game against the Cowboys, then you have to think that first of all, playoffs will probably be confirmed, which is good for us because we haven't had many playoff trips in recent years, particularly back to back playoff years. But I think I think we we have to, we'd have to hope we can go into that last week with that without that worry. Obviously, we 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 could win it. Great, we go in, we've had a test against a big a good team, we make it in. But at the same time, I don't think any of us won that week eighteen. We want it to be done by week eighteen. So yeah. A big, big time, but that is all to come later on in the year on the Foundation UK podcast, and that's where we will end it for today. So thank you all for listening and making it this far to the end of the episode. Once again, thank you, Jed Granger, for the theme tune to this podcast, and once again, thank you to Wayne Collard for the podcast graphic. In the meantime, I have been your host, as ever, Andy Davis, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.